You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nation's podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am super excited for today's episode. We have a lot in store for you guys, and I am I'm really excited. So if you guys uh, haven't just followed what I've been doing, what's been going on here in North Carolina, we had a hurricane come through last week around this time and i just wanted to update you guys and let you guys know that i am perfectly fine we had absolutely no problems it actually was kind of sunny nothing closed and yeah we are we're perfectly fine over here in wake forest now that doesn't apply to everyone there were some people that were that were that were just very 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 hurt by this hurricane and being from florida i'm used to hurricanes but actually north carolina has quite a unique aftermath type natural disaster after hurricanes so like when a hurricane comes through north carolina it's almost as if two natural disasters are hitting north carolina because what happens is is we have mountains on the west right and so the hurricane comes in, it's moving west from the east, comes in, it throws all this water at us, and this water is thrown up the mountain. Well, what happens is when the hurricane leaves and it's gone, the water begins to move back down the mountains. And so there's a lot of flooding that happens back near the shore. So actually the coast gets hit twice with the salt water and the ocean flooding and then also with the fresh water flooding coming back down. There are places um, like a place called Wilmington, it's near the beach, that one of my dear friends goes to school there and she can't go back to her apartment. There's no way to get back to like her house. The water's still there, it just sits there like the school's underwater. Uh, probably up up to like your th- knee or thigh, just water sitting there. So there's some places that have been that have been hurt, and I just ask you guys just to continue to pray for the relief efforts of the areas that have been affected. That would be a su- that would be so helpful. And I will link in the description or in the show notes some organizations that you can donate to if you would like to, just to kind of help out in that way. Guys, today's episode is going to be on something. I I don't know what I want to call it yet. I really don't. I'm going to do it on Bible study. We're going to call it Bible study, devotions, whatever you want to call it, you call it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get all complainy about your semantics and about the words they use to call your personal quiet time with the Lord. You call it quiet time. There's a bunch of different names. I don't know what I call it. I've heard, like, I call it quiet time, and someone's like, well, you can't call it quiet time because you're talking to God. It's not quiet. I'm like, all right, okay, don't get picky, all right, you little Calvinist. And then I had one guy talk about, well, it's a devotion. Well, well, devotions are like little books that you read instead of the Bible, and that's not good because you want to read the Bible, so it's not a devotion. You call it whatever you want. You're reading the Bible. I want to talk to you guys about, about me reading the Bible and how important it is for us. Now, we did a podcast a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago now, 
with the Bible Project. And we had the Bible Project on and it was such a fun little podcast to record. I was super nervous. I was like freaking out. Uh, I've never interviewed someone like or people like uh, Tim Mackey and John Collins. Those guys are awesome. They are so wise and they have so much knowledge uh, about the scriptures. And I had a great time. Um, but we were talking, I, we, you know, we have that episode back. I'm not going to be, that, that's like the importance of reading your Bible. Now I actually want to talk about like practical ways that we do it because a lot of times we struggle being in the word of God. We struggle reading the Bible, uh, co- consistently. And so I just kind of want to talk a little bit about that. I have a D group that meets at Southeastern every Wednesday evening. And we were kind of just talking about like our different ways that we that we do our Bible study and different different ways that that we um, you know study the scriptures and I just thought it would be a, a cool thing to talk to you guys. I'll share with you guys what I do in my quiet time. I'll share with you guys some of the ideas from some of the other people around me that I know and how they do their quiet time. And then I want to just ask you guys if you guys are not actively doing a Bible study, quiet time, whatever you want to call it, consistently. Now, I would encourage you for at least this week to give it a try. This week, put into action one of these Bible study methods that I'm going to give to you and just do it for a week and see what happens. See what the Lord does, all right? So, hold on. I'm going to take a sip of my of my tea here. Hold on. I have hot tea, and it's amazing, and it's God's gift to this earth. Okay. So, my quiet time. Uh, I work at the summit. If you guys didn't know that, I'm, a, I'm on staff at the summit. And so the summit gave us this devotional. It's a fantastic resource. It's uh, from Word of Life, which is a ministry that helps equip local churches. Word of Life is a really cool ministry. They have some schools in New York and in Florida and some different areas. They're kind of legalistic. I won't get into that, though. But they're a really good ministry, and they really care about equipping people. And so what the summit has done is they have given us, or they, they, they uh, yeah, they gave us the devotional that the staff goes through. And I have just been digging this devotional. I am going to I'm going to talk up this devotional. So I'm going to put the link to it to where you guys can buy it. It's $20. I'm going to put the link to it where you guys can buy it in the show notes. They have a kids version, they have a teen version, they have an adult version. Obviously, I'm doing the children's version because I need pictures. But I'm kidding. I'm doing the adult version. But this is a really, really cool resource, and it really has helped me in my quiet time. So I'm just going to let you guys, I'm just going to kind of give you guys an insight onto what it is. So when you open the book, there's there's a few different things. You, you get, you're greeted with a prayer list, right? And you guys can just, was that, that is used to just write prayer requests the day that you have recorded them. And then like you also have room to write progress to see how like God is working in that situation, which I think is really cool. And then you have day prayers. So you have a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, page, and you write down family that you want to pray for that day, Christian friends that you want to pray for that day, unsaved friends that you want to pray for that day, and then missionaries that you want to pray for for that day. And so each day you have different people that you get to sit down and intentionally pray for their specific needs, their specific prayer requests. And it's an amazing, it's an, it's amazing. It's amazing guys to sit down and genuinely pray for people that need it. Like I'm going to tell you guys, like sitting down and actively praying for someone, for someone to God, for, for someone uh, to be transformed by the Holy Spirit, for someone to, to come to a knowledge of God. 
Like it's an amazing thing. It's something that we should be actively doing and, and that's what this kind of helps you do. It helps you organize it in a way that you can uh, just keep it keep it there and you can just read it as you pray. And then after that you have your daily prayer list, something that you pray for every day. And so on there I have my acts, my adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication prayer. So what I do when I do my personal prayer, I just pray through acts. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Adoration is just like, God, thank you so much for being who you are. I worship you. I stand in awe of you. I bow at your throne of grace. Like, like just adoring God and who he is and what he's done, right? Confession is obviously confession. Confessing areas in your life where you are actively sinning, repenting of that, and asking God for forgiveness. Thanksgiving, thanking God for his hand in your life. So a lot of people get adoration and thanksgiving mixed up. Adoration is simply worship, worshiping the person of God. Thanksgiving is thanking him for the things that he's done. So it's two different things. So Thanksgiving, I would be like, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for, you know, your provision in my life. Thank you for, you know, if God had acted in my life, you know, recently, I would thank him for that. Adoration is just simply worship. All right. And then lastly, supplication. Any any needs that we have, any financial needs, any, uh, any you know, physical needs, any you know, sickness, healings, things like that. Just things that, that we are coming to prayer, coming into prayer asking for. And I do all this prayer before I get into the Bible. I do this for like a specific purpose because if we enter the scriptures without a posture of prayer, without leaning into the Holy Spirit, we're not going to get anything from the scriptures. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit to interpret the scriptures for us. And if we are not leaning into the spirit, then there's going to be no way for us to get anything out of it. And so I start my quiet time every morning at seven in the morning with prayer. And then I enter into the scriptures. And so I have two different parts. I do two different things when I'm reading the scriptures. So I have a, I have a reading plan that I do. So I read through the New Testament four times a year. That's something new that I've started. I used to do the, I used to read the whole Bible in a year, but I've kind of switched that up and I'm doing reading through the New Testament four times in a year. And so, right, that's how I kind of start my Bible reading. So I'm reading like five or six chapters uh, in that session. So at my, right now I'm in the book of Matthew. So I'm reading, today was actually Sermon on the Mount. So I read the Sermon on the Mount today. Uh, what Matthew five through seven, right? And that's where that's where I was planted in the New Testament. That is literally this reading is just for me to be in the Word, for me to see God work, for me to see what He does, for me to see who His character is. Like I am just reading the Scriptures for my personal edification. Like, that's just what this. I'm just reading. Um, I'm not necessarily diving into you know the Greek or to like the different hermeneutical interpretations or into the ecclesia. You know the ecclesiastical. Right. Okay, I can't speak, but to the theological implications that it might have, I'm just reading the scriptures to be edified, and then I turn to today's page in the devotion. So that's what I do before I get into the devotional, and then in the devotional you have weeks one through fifty-two because it's a year long, and then you have Monday through Friday. So it's not a specific date. You just do week one, week two, week three, right? And today's today as I'm recording this podcast is Thursday. And so today I read for my devotional, Philippians 2, 1 through 8, 
and it's just talking about serving others. It's talking about the joy that we receive when we serve others. Then it talks about the joy that Christ received when he ultimately served us by sending his son to die on the cross. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful passage. And so each day in the devotional, you get a passage of scripture and then you're asked two simple questions. What is the writer saying? And how can I apply it to my life? Those are the two questions that you answer. And then you read the commentary. It gives you something to pray for that day after uh, you finish uh, doing the reading and the questions. And then that's it for the book. That's it. It, it takes me it takes me about 30 minutes to like sit through, pray for everyone, to read through the scriptures and understand it, to answer the questions genuinely, honestly, and, and to sit there and then finish my time in prayer. It takes me about 30 minutes. I do. I try to wake up at seven in the morning. I'm gonna tell you today I failed. I woke up at nine, uh, but but it's because I worked last night. But I can't make excuses. I need to wake up at seven. But I try to wake up at seven every morning, and I try to do it first thing I do before I even touch my phone. I try and make it the first thing that I do every day, so that I start my day with the Holy Spirit. Now. I do want to make this clarification because I, I was in this boat. I still kind of am in this boat, but I'm not one of those people that's going to say that if you're a Christian and you have a quiet time, you have to do it in the morning. That's not, I'm not one of those people. In fact, I'm not a morning person. I'm the person that will stay up till four in the morning at night. Like I'll stay up really late and then I'll sleep in and it'll take me a while to get going in the morning. Like I have to drink three cups of coffee to get going. So I am not a natural morning person, which means that my brain is not functioning at its highest capacity right when I wake up. Like I might need to eat breakfast. I might need to sit in a class. I might need to like mentally stimulate myself with like a question or a problem or something. Like I have to get going to, to like really understand what I'm doing. It's just who I am. It's how I'm built. And so I, I, I used to, I used to do my devotion before I did any homework. So I would not do any homework before my devotion. My devotion always took precedence over homework. <sighs> oh, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I would always do my devotion before homework. That was just the rule. I would never dive into any homework before I, before I was in the word of God. And that was kind of my accountability rule. The reason that I've started waking up at seven and the reason that I've started doing it in the morning is because I'm really trying to build a disciplined life. And I think I might do my podcast on this next week, Building a Disciplined Life, because I just kind of want to talk to you guys a, a little bit about the things that I'm doing, because I truly believe that we fall into sin as Christians simply because we are lazy, like it's not that it's not that we're lustful. It's not that we're prideful. It's not that we're you know all these things. Like yes, those are obvious reasons, but those can easily be handled with the way that the spirit works through a disciplined life. And so I I kind of want to talk about that. But I'm just trying to build discipline. So that means waking up at 7 in the morning and doing a devotion. And as I do that, as I build this habit, as I build this um discipline, I guess that's the word. As I build this discipline, I will begin to get used to it. And I already have, like I really already have. And so that's why I wake up at seven in the morning. I'm not, if you're not a morning person, I'm not saying that you have to do it at seven in the morning. Do it at three in the afternoon. Do it before you go to bed, but do it. And that's what I want to get into lastly. So that's the way that I do it. Now it's the difficult part and it's actually just doing it. Like it seems so simple, but 
I'm going to tell you, there have been seasons, seasons in my life where I've gone months without being in the Word. Months. And that's not how it should be. That's not how we were designed. We were not designed to go months and months with and months without the word of god like we're just not we're, we're designed especially because we have the ability to be in the word of god and you know we look at like a lot of people don't and so we have the ability to be in the word of god and we need to use it like we need to take advantage of that Jeez, my allergies for some reason are just acting up i'm going to take another sip of tea hold on Oh my goodness, peach tranquility. I feel so tranquil. So yeah, be in the word. This is something that's really difficult and I, I can tell you it and I just need to tell you, be in the word. There's nothing more that I can do. Like, yeah, you just have to do it. Um, God, God will prompt your heart and there will be seasons in your life where you are ready to be in the word and you're like, yes, I wanna dive into the scriptures and you're really excited. There are other times in your life because I, I know, because I've experienced it, where you just don't want to read. Like, you just don't want to read. You just don't have the time. You just don't want to. And those are the days where you just need to. Those are the days where you especially need to. And so what I want to, I'm going to put the link to this book that I'm referencing, the Word of Life devotional. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. I definitely recommend it. If you're a family and you want to go through it as a family, they have the teens version. They have the children's version. And the children's version is actually really cool. I got to look at it the other day because some of the kids at the summit are using it. And I'm just going to tell you guys, like, it's great. I mean, there are pictures and there the stories and like, like they don't hold back. Like they talk about God and they talk about Jesus and they talk about sin. Like they're like, it's a really solid devotional, something that I would totally recommend for families. There's a teen version and there is an adult version. I use the adult version. If I can find the links, I will link them all in the show notes for you guys. Um, some other like just little tidbits of wisdom or, or things that I think about. I just want to talk about devotionals for a second because devotionals are great. Now, when I mention devotionals, I'm talking about the like books that have been written by authors that are used to walk through the Bible. Like, does that make sense? Like if, if you are using like a devotional each day and you're reading a page and it's got a small passage of scripture and then like a little commentary, that's what I'm talking about. Those devotionals, those like there, some of them are great. And there are some that I would recommend morning and evening devotional, fantastic devotional. I would recommend it. Um, there, there's a few others that I could talk about, but there are some seriously amazing devotionals out there. Those are not to replace your reading of the scriptures. Now, let me let me talk about how important this is. Devotionals are fantastic. They can be they they talk about the verse. They are easily applicable to your life and uh, they're usually encouraging. They're usually encouraging. You miss so much of the Bible when you limit yourself to just a verse a day with an encouraging commentary. You just do. There are parts in the Bible that might not be encouraging and we need to expose ourselves to them. We don't want to hide from it. Like when we, when we read in Matthew 6 where I want people come to me and say, Lord, Lord, I did miracles in your names. I prophesied and I healed people and I cast demons out. Surely I should be allowed into the kingdom of heaven. God will say, depart from me for I never knew you. There are difficult passages that we need to wrestle with that devotionals don't necessarily 
talk about. And so devotionals are great. That is something that you should add on to your Bible reading. Even with my devotional, even with the short commentary and the passage of scripture that I get from my book, I am still reading four or five chapters of, of like the book of Matthew. Like I'm reading the New Testament four times in a year. So I want to encourage you to be reading the scriptures actively. Like read a chapter a day, read two chapters a day, get yourself in the word. And then the devotional is a great thing to have like as an addition. But if that is the meat of what you're doing, then I would encourage you to kind of step to step on. Like it's a good starting point. Like that's it's a place where like, you know, that you begin. But I want to encourage you to really to consider to dive into the scriptures because that's where you're going to see the most spirit work because you're reading just strictly spirit and inspired words not commentators words uh, that you know they're not inspired they're they're useful and they can be encouraging but they're not inspired so i want to just encourage you guys with that like if you're using a devotional fantastic i would also encourage you guys to be reading the scriptures and surround your surround your quiet time in prayer surround it drench your quiet time in prayer because you because we need to lean into the spirit when we read the scriptures because the Spirit interprets the scriptures for us. That's the amazing thing about Christians. We have the Spirit, and he reads, he literally reads the Bible for us. He helps us pull out truth. And sometimes if the Bible might seem dry, it might be because we're not leaning into the Spirit. I wanna encourage you guys, lean into the Spirit, read the scriptures, be edified by the scriptures, and in your life, you'll see the fruit of reading the Bible daily. You will see it in your life. So, that's kind of all I had. That's all I, I'm going to take another sip of water. If you guys can tell in my voice, I don't know what's up. I'm taking a field trip here in a bit. I'm going to an outlet Best Buy where everything's 50% off. It's pretty cool. I'm super excited. So I'm going to go to that. But I'm also looking for a new chair. Guys, this is something that I'll talk to you. If you can hear the squeaking chair in the podcast, I'm sorry. It annoys the crap out of me. It's just annoying. I'm so upset. So if you, I'm looking for a new chair. The chair that I want is $270. So I'm just kind of waiting till I find that chair for like $20. So if I find the chair for $20, I'll get a new chair. I don't know. I'm looking for a new chair. So I'm sorry. You might have to deal with this one for a few more weeks, but I am in the market for a chair. Um, I've been looking on eBay and all the used sites and I just can't find a chair that will be reliable because I'm sitting in this thing for hours a day, editing, doing homework and you know doing social media stuff just just doing ministry stuff so uh if i i'll let you guys know i will keep you updated on the chair search is what i'm telling you also if you haven't checked out griffin's diss towards people who say hot dogs are not a sandwich you definitely need to go check that out it's called the response it's a podcast that is on the site it's on itunes it's on spotify you can find it on uh all those ways it's called the response you totally need to check it out griffin is one of the most talented people that i know and yeah, also album recommendation. You guys should check out Andy Minio's new album. It's actually an EP. It's called The Sword. It has healed my soul. Like God has used it to like heal my soul. It is a beautiful EP. It is musically beautiful, lyrically beautiful, and it just causes you to worship. So I just want to encourage you guys to go check it out. It's called The Sword. I would play some on the podcast, but that's kind of illegal, so I'm not going to do that. 
Guys, you are beautiful and you are one of a kind. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Send me an email. Find me on Facebook. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. There's so many ways to get in touch with me. Shoot me an email, gracenationministries at yahoo.com. You are beautiful and you are one of a kind. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN Podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.